Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Get Witted Podcast. Today, we have an awesome, awesome lady, Sarah Moody, who is not moody. <laughs> you said a girl not me <laughs> I know right it is so awesome to be on this podcast with you I'm just so honored to be sharing some wisdom with your audience today I'm yeah. so excited to have you and um as my listening audience knows or they may not know but um I'm a big sparty I I bleed the green and white and I'm sorry Sarah where did you graduate from Michigan State. Okay, the Spartans are in the house. (laughs) Sisters, fellow women, go green. Go white. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, just for the record, y'all, she actually has our fight song as her ringtone on her phone. And no, I am not making this up. Right? You can't make that shit up, girl. Cannot make it up. Cannot. Go true. So good. Yes. So good. So good. But Sarah is no longer in the Midwest. She is out there in Silicon Valley. I am. I'm in Silicon Valley. I'm in San Francisco. Right in the I made heart. the move out here from Michigan in my 20s, and I never looked back. It's been really? decades. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That's, I came here on a 10-day vacation and never left. I was no. like, these are my people. That, no, I'm not making this up. I came out here in my 20s on a 10-day vacation from the Midwest, and I never left. So, like, how does that happen? Well, and here, this is actually a really good story for those of you that are not in tech, that are, you know, thinking, wow, you know, can I even get into tech? My dream out of, I went to Michigan State to get a degree where I haven't, I have a business degree in retail. I wanted to be in the retail industry, a buyer. I did that for the first five years. I worked for um, Target Corporation, Dayton Hudson. And and then in my late 20s, I got a call from a headhunter. And she said, "Um, hey, Sarah, there are three guys who are working in a garage at a tech startup. And they want someone who, who like knows the retail industry to come and help sell their software. Are you interested in talking to them? And I said, why are they working in a garage? What's a tech startup? And why would I leave my cushy job? Literally, that's literally what I thought. But guess what, y'all? That was the start of me telling myself, you know what? Just go get curious and go explore. You don't have to make a decision. Just go check it out. So I went and met the guys in the garage. And that's how I moved from the retail industry to the tech industry in my 20s. Well, that was chapter one. Yes. See, women, listen, I take a risk. Sometimes you have to take that risk. And you have to believe in yourself. Yes. 
It's all, this is all about belief in yourself, all of how you can show up and love your life. It's just an inside job. It's just confidence and belief in yourself, which yes. we'll go into it a little bit later, of course. Yeah. So you, so you go out there, you, you are in this garage. Did, I hope yeah. they offered you a beverage of sorts. <laughs> I don't know. They were like literally on a shoestring budget. So they might not have even offered me some water, but I just decided, you know what? Like, I'm just going to take a risk. I'm just going to give it a whirl. I love retail. I love this industry. Okay. Well, maybe, you know, maybe this is going to work out. So I was there for a couple of years and, um, and then we sold our company to a big software company. And then I went to a startup and the world exploded in 2001. And I was like, I had no job. I got fired. I got fired on the streets. No job. Got the call from, from my boss at 10 AM in the morning. Like, uh, Sarah, uh, the company's imploded and you're fired. I was like, oh. it was kind of a shocker y'all. Was it a, oh shit moment? <laughs> it was a total oh shit moment, but I'm going to tell you, here's the power of us women and having amazing female friends. I went away that weekend with my best girlfriend. And here is the thought that I practiced all weekend. I love cars. I love driving fast. I love cars. The thought I practiced all weekend was this is a pebble in the road of life. Just drive right over it, Sarah. Every day I just practiced telling myself and I really felt like I felt scared. I felt nervous. I was so anxious. I like didn't have any money in the bank. I didn't have these savings. I didn't have like, you know, a dad that was going to like write me a check. I was totally on my own. Like, how am I going to pay the rent? But I literally was like, you know what? I have to go inside and have a little talk with myself. Like, yeah, I know there's 60,000 people out there looking for that marketing job, but maybe I won't go apply for that job. Maybe I'll decide to start my own little consulting business. That was 21 years ago, y'all. I decided that I was going to become an entrepreneur. Trust me, it didn't start off. I'm going to become an entrepreneur. It was more like, listen, I got to pay the rent. Who, you know, where, where, where can I get my first tech client? Because thankfully, I knew that I was pretty. I believed that I was pretty good at what I did. Number one, and number two, I really practiced the belief of like, okay, this is a pebble in the road of life. It sucks right now, but I am just going to drive over that pedal and just pebble, pebble. <laughs> sometimes that's a mouthful and that was 21 years ago that was how I started my entrepreneurial career yeah goodness. well yeah. we didn't even say what you do well okay so I'm an entrepreneur serial entrepreneur I am a coach I coach women in the tech industry and I help them double their confidence in 90 days or you get your money back, literally, not making that shit up. And, <laughs> oh, and for the record, I've not had to give anyone their money back. Uh, I, I can't not imagine making that shit up to. either. <laughs> not making that shit up either. And then the second company that I have is I work with large software companies and I build their customer advisory boards. So I work with, you know, Splunk, Hewlett Packard, all the big companies in the Valley, and I build their advisory boards. That's what I do. Yeah. So advisory boards are? 
think of them. like, yeah, think of like them bringing together their biggest customers, sitting around a table, advising them on corporate strategy, M&A strategy, you know, how to win in their industry. So think of like, you know, a board of advisors, but without the fiduciary responsibility. So I help build these boards, run the meetings. I work with the CEO and his leadership and their leadership team. And um, and then all these, you know, all these advisors help them scale their companies, you know, go after new industries, go after new markets. So it's uh it's super exciting. So I love, so I'm in the midst of working in the tech world every single day because yeah, I have these clients every single day. I understand feeling overwhelmed, like not having work-life balance, thinking that gigantic to-do list, is it ever going to fucking end? Am I ever going to get it to zero? Like, no, I get all of that, right? Because before, so I hired my coach two and a half years ago. And before I hired my coach, yeah, I kind of believed a little bit of myself, but I was often overwhelmed, no work-life balance, lots of time ruminating about work, worried if I was going to send that email, would my client fire me because they found a typo? Like lots of overwhelm, anxiety, and self-doubt, which showed up as like no work-life balance, lots of like over drinking, overeating, over network, over, you know, surfing all the things. Yeah. So we were talking about this and we, I get with it, encourage everyone to have a mentor or a coach mm. because it's important to have that sounding board, somebody to, to bring you back. Totally. I hired my coach. I've never even heard of coaching until two and a half years ago. Yes, I'd had a therapist. They, you know, I got along fine with the therapist, but I never, like, I'm a high achiever. I wanted to, like, really kind of go big. So I met my coach two and a half years ago. Her name's Brooke Castillo, and she's got a big school called the Life Coach School. And um, she's a total badass. She's like changing the world. And so I hired her two and a half years ago. And what I realized was that all of the anxiety and self-doubt and overwhelm and like, you know, insecurities that I was feeling were all because of my thoughts. So she and I would like sit on the couch next to each other, like just have this visual, please. Picture you and your coach or you and your mentor sitting on the couch next to each other, looking at a TV screen of all of the thoughts in your brain. Here were my thoughts. I'm not smart enough. Because as we know in tech, we're surrounded by some of the most brilliant humans on the fucking planet. Number two, I didn't ha- I don't have an Ivy League education. <laughs> we all know that because we went to Michigan State. Uh, we're actually smarter than all those people, by the way. But that's I didn't believe that before I hired my coach. So all these thoughts of like, I'm not smart enough. I don't have an Ivy League education. There's not enough time. I don't know how to solve this problem. If I say something in the meeting, I'm going to sound like a like silly. All of those thoughts were creating feelings of overwhelm and anxiety. So my coach and I would just sit on the couch next to each other and just look at these thoughts and be like, well, you're feeling overwhelmed. And when you feel overwhelmed, Sarah, what do you do? I'm like, well, I shut down. I hop on Instagram. I pour myself a double. 
and I just check out because I don't want to feel overwhelmed and I feel overwhelmed every single day. I think TikTok is like the latest. (laughs) Right. TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I was doing. And so she helped me see that my thought of I'm not smart enough to say something in the meeting was creating a feeling of anxiety and overwhelm. And I wasn't talking in meetings. I wasn't showing up as my authentic, badass self. And so she really helped me unravel this piece. I call them thought errors that create anxiety, overwhelm, have you working too much, no work-life balance. Like these are thought errors if you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, fear, all the things. But she helped me unravel all of that, which was amazing. And that's completely, so what's so amazing about what she taught me is I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't, you know, change my job make more money. I didn't change anything outside of me. I didn't like get a new boyfriend. I didn't move. I didn't change anything outside of me. I changed the thoughts in my brain. We have 60,000 thoughts running through our brain every single day. And you all can go Google that because I'm not making that shit up either. 80% of the thoughts running through your brain, y'all are negative, right? Your brain is wired to scan for danger. It's Your brain is wired to live in the primitive tiger days where you might have been eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. That's half of your brain. You've heard of the puppy brain, sorry, the, the primitive brain, the lizard brain. That's half of your brain. That's how most of us live. Oh. Until you have a coach or a mentor who helps you see the other side of your brain, the other side of your brain that y'all might've heard of is your human brain, your prefrontal cortex, your executive functioning brain. That's the other half of your brain. That's the brain where I call it your CEO brain. So when you and you know your mentor, your coach are sitting on the, on the couch and, and you're like, listen, I'm not, I don't know how to solve this problem. And you feel overwhelmed and despair. Like my coach would say like, huh, well, Is it possible that you can do one small thing to figure out how to solve the problem to put that deck together? And I was like, yeah, I feel a little bit more open now. So she helped me get into my CEO brain, come up with a belief that felt a little bit more like, all right, I'm no longer overwhelmed, stressed as hell. I I could probably figure this out. There you go. That's kind of the work we do as coaches and mentors. And, and you have gone, you're now a coach. I am now a coach. So I hired her. She totally helped me shift my confidence in myself. She helped double my confidence, which is why I was like, you know what? I could do the same thing for my fellow women in tech who are overwhelmed AF um, and think that there's not enough time. Um, and so, yeah, what I did the following year after I hired her was I went to her school, the Life Coach School. I got certified. So I'm certified in cognitive therapy, like mindset, beliefs, I call it thought work. And now I work with mostly women in tech, but I have a lot of women who are not in tech. I work with a lot of high achievers who have what I call insecure overachiever syndrome. Oh boy. Go, 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 go. Long to-do list. Never enough time. I got it done. I got to get it done perfectly. I got to nail it. I got to over deliver all the things, right? And you're overwhelmed, anxious, and all the things because you think things like, 
I don't know how to solve that problem. I don't know how to put together that deck. I don't know how to get, how to get these deliverables completed perfectly by X date. I'm not smart enough. All that bullshit. All those negative thoughts. Oh, man, girl, I need you in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Except my session would have to be drinking in. Uh, yeah, exactly. We'd have to have some wine and do some co- sitting on the couch, looking at our thoughts together, right? Doing some coaching. Yes. 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 Yeah, because yeah. So what I-, I do is I teach my students, like there are just three simple tools to build self-confidence. So if you notice, I don't have work-life balance. I spend lots of time thinking about work. I'm grumpy with my partner. I don't have enough time for my kids. One of my students came to me last week and she's like, Sarah, I now spend time with my kids, but I'm also like checking Slack on the phone. And she's like, it's just, it's just a disaster. And so, you know, or you, or you notice it's like, you don't have a consistent exercise routine or you're drinking more than you really want to. This is all because we're just consumed with work and overachieving at work and proving that we're smart enough that we know how to solve that problem. But we're all we're doing is action, action, action. So we're massively overwhelmed. I thought what I do say she came back and was like, listen, I don't like hanging out with my kids. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. Some of my students tell me that as well. They're like, yeah, this whole mom thing. I don't know. I kind of need to outsource this a little bit more. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? This is what I say too. Life is beautiful, fun, amazing, and it's really hard. Whether you're a mom, whether you're a woman in tech, whether you're a whatever, a partner, a best friend, all of it. Like, you know, life is beautiful and challenging. It's the 50-50. Yeah. It is. That it is. Yeah. So I got certified. And then what I do is now I I teach three simple tools to like, you know, build self-confidence and get out of that feeling of overwhelm and fear and scared and that gigantic to-do list and no work-life balance. And is what are those thoughts? Like we just talked about, like I'm not all the thoughts, like I'm not smart enough. I don't know how to solve this problem. I don't have enough time to get these deliverables done. All these thoughts, we look at those thoughts, right? And then what does that feeling, that thought creates a feeling, like that thought of like, I'm not smart enough to say something in the meeting. I would feel fear. And then I wouldn't say anything in the meeting. So I teach my students how to like notice, well, what's the feeling? Is it, is it gonna keep you shut down, not saying something in the meeting? Or is it gonna be a feeling where like, Here's a thought to practice. It's possible I can say one small thing in the meeting and it's going to feel terrible, but I'm not going to die. So many of my students come to come to me with like, I can't, I can't say anything in the meeting with senior managers. Oh my God. I'm like, listen, it's possible you can say one small thing of value and you're not going to fucking die. And they're like, you're right. I'm going to say one thing. So they say like three words and then they notice they don't die. they have a meeting with senior managers they like try five words and they're like oh my god I'm still alive Sarah it sucked I'm like of course it sucks you're doing something you've never done before you're training your brain to live in your CEO brain and do something because you want to show up for yourself you are smart so um yeah and so then I teach the bridging thoughts like 
it's possible I can say one small thing of value in today's meeting. It's going to feel terrible, but I'm not going to die. So I teach them these three simple tools. And that helps them tremendously. Wow, yeah. I, I mean, well, it's a confidence builder. Yeah, confidence is just... I remember asking my coach, what's confidence? Like, is it a thought? Is it a feeling? And it's actually confidence is just what do you believe about yourself? Like, do you believe you can figure things out and you can handle any feelings of discomfort? Oh my God, I'm going to die that are going to come up. Do you believe that you can figure things out? Like I can say three words in that meeting. You're going to, you're going to feel confident in yourself. You're going to start building belief in yourself. And so confidence is just a bunch of beliefs about yourself. It's not deliverables. It's not like, oh, I finished that debt perfectly. So now I'm confident. No, that doesn't, you're still going to probably have some massive insecurities. No, it's never a deliverable or getting that promotion or getting that pay raise. That's going to create confidence. It's what do I believe about me? So I went from, I'm not smart enough. There's not enough time. Um, all those people of Ivy League educations that I don't to, you know what? I, I believe I'm smart, like, and, and I'm enough. And I believe I can figure shit out and I can handle any discomfort that comes up. And I'm not going to die. Well, I mean, you did graduate from Michigan State, so you're a badass. So that you just could say. <laughs> Amen, sister. Amen. Every day. Amen. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. But that's it. It's got to feel believable. And that's the difference. Like I'm not in the pot. I'm not in the rate, the let's do some positive affirmations. Like I'm super brilliant. Now that doesn't, how does it feel? Like when you think that thought it's possible, I can say something in the meeting and not die. And you feel a little open. That's a believable thought. But the thought of like, I'm brilliant. I'm going to say fascinating, scintillating things in the meeting is like, that's a bunch of bullshit. That if is. You don't feel a little bit better in your body, then that's a bunch of, that's like positive affirmation bullshit. That's not, this is about inside shifting belief and your, and your thoughts about yourself inside. It's like a cellular feeling. It's like a sigh, like a belief that feels believable is kind of like a sigh on the inside. Do you have any um, women uh, that are, oh, I don't know how to like describe this. So a lot of women will not consider themselves, I don't want to say an individual, but like, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Yeah. I'm yeah. also, you know, a project manager. I'm, but yeah. you never hear them say like, I, you know, I'm important myself. Yes. It's like yes. always giving, I guess, to somebody else. Yeah. You know what I think? I love this question. So one of the things that I teach and I believe is when I say who I am, it has nothing to do with anything outside of me. It's not that I'm a coach. It's not that I'm an entrepreneur. It's not that I work in tech. It's not that I live in San Francisco. It's none of that outside of me. It's who am I as a woman and a human? And it's about me inside, right? Because, and so what I say, and what this is what I teach, I teach the whole, I teach a whole kind of 
set of tools around your self-concept and what you believe and think about yourself. And so what I teach is like, you know, for me now, like when I think about myself, I, I think I'm a loving, kind, super high energetic, like super high energy, brave, determined, compassionate woman. Like that's who I am. Growth mindset woman. That's key. See how that is. No one can take that away from me. That's what I believe about me. So guess what? My client could say, I'm not going to work with you anymore. My boyfriend could say, we're not going to be together anymore. All the stuff outside of me can happen. But that doesn't shake who I am in my core. And that's a very big part of building confidence in yourself is what do you feel and believe about you, regardless to your point exactly of anything where you're giving outside, like exactly. It's not that you're a mom. It's not that you're a wife. It's, it's not all that external stuff that defines who you are. It's what you believe about you inside that defines who you are. Oh, I love that. Hmm. I do. It's so freeing. You know, I had a, I had a really big heartbreak happen like six weeks ago and it really rocked my world. And I'll tell you, if I did not have that kind of foundational belief, which takes practice around who I am and kind of coming back to myself and my belief in myself that I'm going to show up for my badass self today. And this effing sucks heartbreak sucks, it would have been really hard, right? Because, because when we, when something outside of us shifts, that it's like, we can easily get off of solid footing, but when we're connected to ourselves and what we believe about ourselves, my boyfriend left, it felt terrible, but I, my world wasn't blown up. I was able to like, embrace the sadness, the sorrow, the fear, the anger, and live the other 50% of my life, which is my life is, I live in San Francisco. Like my life is pretty amazing. Yeah. I was going to say amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful there. It's beautiful. I feel so, and you know, that was one of the things too, before I hired my coach, I was chasing happiness. I was like, if I make more money, if I get this other client, if I get this boyfriend, I'm going to be happy and feel peaceful and proud of myself. And that's such a, it's like such a bunch of bullshit. It's like nothing needs to change outside of you. If you want to feel calm, confident, like you're making an impact, like any of those feelings, happy. All those feelings come from a thought. That's it. Thoughts create feelings. Nothing else creates a feeling. That's kind of mind blowing. That is. Now that you say that, I've thought about. <laughs> but I've think about thought a about thought. That. Like, like throw out what. Like, I'm not smart enough is a thought. Feeling, anxiety, self doubt. Uh, there's not enough time. Feeling anxious, right? Mm -hmm. Name one of your kind of thoughts that you think about, like that's on repeat. That's on repeat. Um, yeah. 
work-related or anything, any thoughts? Um, okay. So you, um, said you had a heartbreak about six weeks ago. So, um, um, it will be almost six months. Um, I unfortunately lost my husband to a heart attack. Um, and so I, and so my thoughts are, I'm, I'm not cutting it as mom. I'm now a single mom Mm -hmm. and uh, I have this 14 or this 15 and 10 year old. And am I, Am I, am I going to be able to, you know, make them, it's not even make them just, it's, I, I, I guess my feeling would be, I'm very anxious and nervous. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I'm so sorry for your loss. Oh, well, thank you. Terrible. Yeah. But exactly. Um, you see those thoughts of like, am I going to be able to be a single mom, like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to do this on my own? And then you feel scared, but the thoughts are what create feelings of scared, right? Like for me, when my, when my relationship ended, when he left six weeks ago, my thought was like, my first thought was like, oh my God, like, this is not, this is not what I planned. Right. And I felt so much fear. And so that thought, it's like, that's, what's so powerful about this work. The only thing that creates a feeling in our body are these sentences in our brains and every sentence in our brain is optional. Love our brain when it feels scared. Love our brain when it feels fear. Love our brain when it feels sorrow. And love our brain when it feels happy. But all of those come from our thinking. Yeah. I mean, now you've said it, it's made me think how I should look at things different. <laughs> well, that's the opportunity of all of this work, right? It's like, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of like cognitive therapy work. It's just, it's just a thought. And, and we're always one little baby thought away from feeling that fear, that scared, that anxiety, like that one that I shared with you earlier. It's Possible, I can say one small thing in today's meeting with management and not die. Right. <laughs> and you feel a little bit more open. So it, I love this work because you're just one small thought away from feeling just a little better, a little less shitty. Well, you said it, growth mindset. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's we all One of my that. favorite. One of my favorite teachers is Carol Dweck. She she wrote the book, The Growth Mindset. She went to Stanford and she wrote the book, The Growth Mindset. And I just, I love it because it just reminds me of our, we, we as humans, we love to give back. We love to be of service. We love to help others. Our prefrontal cortex, our CEO brain, like that's how it's wired. And so exactly when you have a growth mindset and you've got, you know, these, this kind of cognitive tool around coming up with a little baby thought that makes you feel better, it like puts you in a different path of your life. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you're not like coaching and being a badass, as we know you are, what Mm -hmm. do you do in San Francisco for fun? 
Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I walked my dog, Marley. Okay. Thank God you mentioned that little guy. Cause he is cute. He is a little muffin. He's so cute. He even, if you want to go see Marley on Instagram, go to Marley underscore Moody, M-O-O-D-Y. <laughs> and you can find Marley on Instagram. Yes. He's one of those dogs, he, but he's a mutt y'all. Oh, he he's from a prison. Pro- he's from a prison program in Bakersfield, California, called Positive Change Program. So he was found on the streets and put into prison and rehabilitated as a canine. So I walk my dog. I am really into kind of hit training, hit wor- workouts. Um, I love traveling. I have an incredible group of friends. I love learning and reading. You have fantastic and I restaurants. I love to go live to. music. I'm oh. all about live music. Oh my God. I'm going to go see Coldplay with my one of my best girlfriends on Saturday. Oh, that's going to be fun. Chris Martin's in my bunker. He <laughs> is so cute. Yeah. So I love live music. I, what's been so amazing about my journey and me hiring my coach is I have work life balance. I no longer feel overwhelmed at work. I work four days a week. That's awesome. And I love my life and nothing has changed other than I've changed the way that I think and feel about all parts of my life. Well, you definitely um, embrace life, which is awesome. Thanks, honey pie. It's been such such an honor to be with you today. Well, it's, I mean, you're awesome. So it was, you know, totally, um, I totally appreciate you taking the time and, and gosh, out of your busy schedule chatting. So this great conversation. Yes. And if your listeners want to hear more, want to find out more, they can go to ceremony.com. Okay. It's just ceremony, right? No. Ceremony.com. Okay. Simple. Ceremony on LinkedIn. Super easy. Super and easy. Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life podcast. I have a podcast. Learn, oh. how to rock your bra- Learn how to rock your brain. You're going to rock your life. Well, I will have to be listening to that. And <laughs> I'm going to have to go check out the dog. God, he's Marley. So Marley Moody. He is so yeah. cute. Oh, Anybody so listening much. to this? I got to tell you, this little picture behind Sarah, <laughs> I just could eat him up. he's like got a stud thing going there too like a pose (laughs) and he's he's like and he's 30 pounds and he's like he's like six inches off the ground (laughs) he's a total low rider man yeah but he's got a bit of a like yeah what's up hi he's got a little confidence swag going (laughs) he does have a little confidence swag it's so true yes that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, Sarah, I thank you so much for coming on and giving some great advice and sarahmoody.com um, or Sarah Moody LinkedIn. And um, you people get a coach, get a mentor. Coach or mentor. Yep. Get Life somebody. Changing. You go from zero to 60 degrees or zero to 60 miles an hour in like 2.9 seconds, right? Yep. There you go. Thank you so much for having me. Have a beautiful rest of your day. This was so awesome. Thank you so much. Take care, buddy.
Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time and feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.